We are glad you could join us today for the Concepts of Faith broadcast. This program is dedicated to teach you how to put the Word of God to work so that it will make a positive difference in the everyday circumstances of your life. And now, here's Charles Caps. Now, we're talking about what to do when it seems like everything fails. <laughs> you know, you believe in the good things and confess in the good things and then the bad news comes. Now, here's a very classic example of uh, hold fast to your confession of faith. So Jesus just turns from the whole crowd and starts following Jairus going to his house to heal his daughter. Everything's wonderful. Isn't that great? Jesus left the whole multitude. Of course, they just followed along behind. And on the way, here comes a little woman with the issue of blood. She's been sick for 12 years. But now, she got a hold of something. She heard about Jesus. And she said, If I can but touch the hem of his garment, I'll be restored to health. She held fast to her confession. The Amplified says she continually said that. What did she do? She changed that grow worse image to be healed image. When I touch his clothes, I'll be restored to health. Now, there's something there that we need to remember. In the book of Numbers, God told them to sew a border around their garment to remind them of the covenant with God. That's what she was after. She's going to touch that border that is a point of contact. Represented the covenant of God and she was going to be healed. She threw away all past experience and went with the word that she heard. Everything else has failed, but this is not going to fail because she's got an incorruptible seed. When I touch his clothes, I'll be restored to health. When I touch his clothes, I'll be restored to health. So she slipped up behind Jesus. Now when she gets there, it's worse than she thought. She elbowed her way through the crowd. There was a multitude thronging him. And when she gets there, Jairus, the ruler of the synagogue, is the man that can have her stoned to death for being out in public in her condition. It was against the law for her to be out in public in her condition. And he's standing right there by Jesus. Didn't make her any difference. She said, I'll just slip up behind him. They'll never know I'm here. She established her own point of contact. When I touch his clothes, I'll be restored to health. And when she touched him, power went out of him. And he turned around and said, who touched me? And they said, well, Lord, there's a multitude thronging you. And you say, who touched me? But you see, power went out of him. There was a multitude of people touched him, but some of them just touched him to see if any sparks would fly. <laughs> just see if they'd get anything and they got nothing. Because there wasn't any faith there. They wasn't grounded. You know, it's like you could have a live wire hanging down out of this light up here and I could get up on one of those chairs, which is plastic, and probably grab that live wire and not feel a thing. Say, well, there's no power in that. But just reach over and grab the microphone. Your eyeballs may light up. Sure, there's power there, but it didn't flow until it was grounded. Brother, when she touched the hem of his garment in faith, she was healed and made whole. And Jesus turned around and he said, Daughter, thy faith has made thee whole. Where'd she get the faith for? She got it from what she heard about Jesus. And she started saying and saying and saying. Now everything she'd done for 12 years had failed. I'm glad she didn't run into some of these people that write these books nowadays. They'd have talked her out of it. 
Why, you can't confess that. That's operating in the occult. <laughs> no, it's operating in the Word of God. She used God's Word to develop her faith. And when she touched His garment, the power flowed out of Jesus. Somebody said, yeah, but Jesus healed her. No, He didn't. Jesus did not heal that woman. The power of God healed her. But Jesus did not even know she was there. It was her faith that drew the power out of Him. Now, I'll tell you something. She developed faith in the healing of that covenant. It's recorded in the New Testament, but that's under the Old Covenant. The New Covenant is established on better promises. Hallelujah. Well, now, let's get to the point. Let's just decide, Journey. Look at what happens. Mark chapter 5, verse 35. While he yet spake, there came from the rulers of the synagogue's house a certain which said, Thy daughter is dead. Why trouble thou the master any further? Now what's he going to do? He better hold fast to his confession. (laughs) Now listen to the advice of Jesus in this time of trouble. When everything has failed, his last hope has failed. Jesus was on his way, but he stopped to have a testimony about this woman that got healed. Jairus could have got fuming mad over that. If you hadn't stopped to heal this Baptist lady, my daughter would have got healed. <laughs> and gotten strife, and they'd had a funeral the next day. But listen to what Jesus said. As soon as Jesus heard the word that had been spoken, he saith unto the ruler of the synagogue, Be not afraid, only believe. Only. You ought to underline that word. Only. Don't do anything, Jairus, but believe. What are you going to believe? Believe what he said back there when faith was high. When the daughter was alive. Rest in what you've already believed. See, he's already believed. If you have faith as a seed, you would say. And he said, Jesus, my daughter is at the point of death, but if you come lay your hands on her, she'll be healed and she shall live. But things got worse. Satan came to steal the word. Jesus gave him wisdom from God. Fear not. Only believe. Don't do anything else, Jairus. This is not the time to try to make a faith confession. Are you listening? You know why? Because he'd be doing it out of fear. You can say the right things and say it in fear. See, when he said it back there, he said it out of faith. Makes a difference when you say it in faith instead of fear. Now, let me give you an example of that. There was a friend of ours that my daughter, they used to go places together and said, she'd get in the car and she'd say, in the name of Jesus, Satan, I bind you. There'd be no 18 wheelers run over this car. There'd be no drunks hit this car. There'd be no trains hit this car in the name of Jesus. Finally, my daughter said, you know, if you wouldn't mention all those things, Satan wouldn't think of half of them. <laughs> now, it sounds good on the surface, all right, but she's doing it out of fear. At this point, G. Iris does not need to say anything. Just believe in what he's already said. That's what you do. You win more battles by the vocabulary of silence. Well, dear God, I knew this always the way it turns out. Don't let that come out of your mouth. Don't say before your angel, it is an error. 
lest he be wroth at the words of thy mouth and destroy the work of thy hands. See, your angels listening to what you say. So he told Jairus, fear not, only believe. Believe what you established when faith was high. Trust in that because that's where your faith was. Now what we can understand from Jesus said, fear not, only believe, is the fact that your faith don't always stay at the same level. See, his faith was high when he said, lay your hands on my daughter, she'll be healed and she shall live. But brother, when the runner came and said she's already dead, his faith was in a slump. You know why? Because faith cometh by hearing. That's why Jesus said, take heed what you hear. Now you can develop yourself to hear a sound of something and not hear a word that is said. (laughs) My wife said that's what I do sometimes. I hear her talking, but I didn't hear what she said. Had my mind on something else. So Jesus said, take heed what you hear. And you can develop yourself that way in faith to where you can hear what the prophets of doom are saying and what the newscaster saying, that everybody's going to lose their job and inflation's going to 40% and nothing's going to work out and we're all going to get blown up by atomic bomb and just let it run off of you like water off a duck's back because we believe what the Word said. Just don't hear it. Take heed what you hear. So Jairus could have got in strife or he could have started trying to make faith confessions and he'd have done it out of fear. Rest in what you've already said. Let me give you a quick example of that. Uh, A few years ago, there was a piece of land came available next to our office building. I made an offer on it. Did what Jesus said. I went around and talked to it and said, you'll obey me. Jesus said, you will obey me. I call you into the ministry in the name of Jesus and I command you to come to me. Hallelujah. I expected the next day to have that thing sewed up and they turned me down flat. (laughs) Well, I went on. And just rested in what I'd said. Jesus said, the tree, or the sycamine tree, the mountain, it would obey you. Well, it got to bugging me because they put a sign up out there that said, future home of the Production Credit Association. (laughs) I said to my wife, you reckon I ought to go talk to them? And I got to thinking about it, see. And one morning I was walking through the house. You know how something will just keep bugging you? And I kept hearing this, you know. Walking through the house. I said, I know what I'll do. Nothing. Jesus said it would obey me. In other words, I'm going to rest in what I believed back there when I said it. Right now, my faith is not that high, see. I mean, we're looking at a sign out there now that says somebody else is building on that lot. This is not a time to make a faith confession. This is time to say, I'm going to do nothing. I'm going to believe, only believe what I said back there. So I went fishing, had a dominion seminar, you know. Called in and my wife said, the real estate lady wants to talk to you. So I called her and she said, you still interested in that property? I said, yes, ma'am. She said, would you give what you offered? I said, yes, ma'am. She said, well, it's funny. They decided they don't want to build there. They're going to build over on another street. I said, I don't doubt it. (laughs) God bless you. I do appreciate you joining us for the Concepts of Faith broadcast today. Now we're offering all this week CD offer number 7228, Faith's Corresponding Action. How far can you go with corresponding action? 
Well, the scripture tells us that you sow a seed and you reap a harvest. But when Jesus is talking about this, he said, the kingdom of God is if a man casts a seed into the ground, and the seed should spring and grow up, and he know not how, first the blade, then the ear, and the full corn in the ear. If you try to harvest when there's uh, just the blade, you're going to destroy the harvest. What I'm saying is you can't have full corresponding action unless you have the full manifestation. It's like you could write a check for a bill that you don't have the money to pay, but don't send the check until you have the money in the bank. That's against the law. Put it in the dresser drawer, have the check written, but don't send it until the money is in the bank. Now, somebody said, well, you know, I'm going to believe that God will put the money in the bank before the check gets there. No, that's not God's responsibility. You've got to use some common sense and understanding that you don't throw away common sense when you act in faith. You have to know how far you can go with corresponding action without getting into error. So if you mail the check, you may be in jail before God puts any money in the bank. He's not a counterfeiter. You're going to have to believe God for a job and to get the money in the bank. So it helps you when you understand that we have to have some corresponding action toward what we believe, but you couldn't have full corresponding action when you don't have full manifestation. Just like you couldn't harvest the blade, you have to wait till the full corn is in the ear. You plant a seed and you reap a harvest. You give and it is given unto you. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together, running over to men, give unto your bosom. Well, you have to believe that, confess it, and act on it. That's offer number 7228, Faith Corresponding Action. Two CDs for $15 plus $4 postage and handling, total of $19. We have a toll-free order line, 1-877-396-9400. Until tomorrow, this is Charles Capps reminding you the enemy is defeated, God is exalted, and Jesus is coming soon. To order the product offered today, call 1-877-396-9400. Or write Charles Capps, P.O. Box 69, England, Arkansas, 72046. A complete list of CDs, books, and DVDs are available online at charlescapps.com. Through the website, you can listen to this radio program again and subscribe to our podcast. This broadcast is sponsored by Charles Capps Ministries and our listeners in this area.